Welcome back. Part 4, Episode 8. January 27, 2022. 12.22 a.m. Patty message. B has not said anything. His hands could be tied due to the distance. I did not see her message until later this morning. At 10.48 a.m., I wrote Patty back. Nothing from B even after him saying to let him know how it worked out for me. I'm hoping he'd get back to me. Should I send the message again? When he does reply though, I will let him know I'm gonna reach out to other stations, but I don't wanna tell too much if he's not responding. Gosh, I hope he's all right. You weren't able to talk to him? 12.34 p.m., Patty got back to me. She wrote, I don't know about beep. I wrote, yeah. I will send beep the message again, and if I don't hear anything Monday, I will start something different. For some reason, beep has been on my mind a lot. I pray he is well. I pray he's not in any trouble for giving me advice. I pray God sees me through this. See beep or anyone else that reaches out to help through this. January 28, 2022. My morning's a little rocky. I'm not sure how to feel. I'm nauseated. I feel lightheaded. I just don't feel like myself. After I ate breakfast, I sat down to read my daily word prayer. When I opened it up to the page, the word for today is forgive. I read it, and by the time I was done with the scripture, I can say I felt better. Madison and I had some errands to run, so we went to do them, and then I was able to go home and relax. I still have not heard from beep. I'm in it to fix it. And another thought, I'm not giving up. January 29th, 2022. When my eyes opened, I thanked God and then my angels. I prayed to my angels to send someone that will want to help. 11.28 a.m., our family friend, beep, came over. We sat and talked, and he asked, if I write a letter, could you type it out for me? I said, yes, we can do that. Beep, said, all right. Madison said, yeah, write it out, and I will type it. Beep, said, you will? Madison said, yes. The conversation with beep, just makes me want to sit down and write the email for our governor. 12.19 p.m., I started a rough draft letter to the governor. 12.23 p.m., I sent Patty a message. I wrote, hey, I'm going to write an email to the governor. I wrote to him at one time, and he advised me to write to the attorney general, the one that said he's not my personal attorney. I need to write to him to let him know I have not gotten any help and maybe send them the overlay picture. As I'm trying, and I say trying because at times when I sit to write a letter like this, the words would come out of nowhere. Now I'm having a problem of coming up with what to say. Patty wrote, maybe get a small packet together and pray for a beautiful day. Go out and lobby with politicians. Strike as many conversations as you can. Make cookies, one each in a Ziploc baggie. Every cookie that leaves you, so does a begging prayer for an answer. That's what I would do. 
I just wasn't sure how to respond to this message. I mean, I would like to lobby, but I'm not sure even how to. Yeah, I could cook baked cookies, for, but for nowadays, who would trust someone to hand them cookies? And I have started so many conversations about Megan's case to be ignored in the long run. And I know one thing for darn sure. I'm not stopping, but it has to be a realistic move of the times and days we live in now. I also have to stay a distance due to COVID or not. What do I do? God help me. I love you babies. Madison and I got ready after cleaning the house this morning and we went to pick up Zoe. We went to the cemetery. 4.48 p.m. I pulled into the cemetery and I asked Madison, are we gonna take the flowers off today or come back out tomorrow? Madison said, we can do it tomorrow. I said, all right. As I pulled up to Wyatt, there's a car here. So I pulled around on the other side and visited with him for a while. Then I pulled up to Megan's and I took some pictures and then a close up of where the rock headstone sits now and a close up of the tree and where they are at rest. Yes, I'm still taking pictures. These pictures though, are what set this case in motion. God, I pray to you. When we left the cemetery, I told both my babies that we loved them. I pulled out of the cemetery and drove home praying. Arriving home, I finished cleaning and was able to relax for the evening. January 30th, 2022. This morning, Madison and Zoe went to get her tire fixed and her tail light bulb replaced. And while they were out, I asked Madison and Zoe to run to the store for a few things before the weather gets bad on Wednesday of this week. Icy, snowy type weather. February is our winter month. Here it comes. When they get back, we will visit the cemetery. Protect us from the evil ways. Thank you. 2.33 p.m., Madison and Zoe came in and we left for the cemetery. I pulled up to Wyatt's area and we got out of the car and walked over to him. I took his Christmas elf out of his vase, his little blue dog that sat on his headstone, and Madison tried to get the 10 vase of flowers off the cement slab his headstone sets on. She couldn't move it. I raised up, Madison said, good luck with that. I said, why? I bent over to move it and it wouldn't move. I kicked it slightly and it came apart from the cement. I picked it up and put it in the bag with the rest of his stuff. I stood there for a little while and I talked to him. After I walked away and got back in the car, I looked over at him and told him I loved him and I pulled around to see Megan. When I pulled up, Madison said, why don't we leave the flowers on Megan's too? I said, even on Megan's? I was gonna leave the rest, but take hers. Madison said, I'd leave hers too to see if they take them. I thought, oh wow. We got out of the car and I took a picture of Madison and Zoe walking to Megan's tree area. I walked over to the rock headstone and took a couple more pictures. It's like the cut marks aren't growing easily, just like the trench auger lines. It took months for those lines to blend in with the rest of the grass and ground. This just sickens me. I walked over to the tree where Zoe and Madison were and stood with Megan for a little while. I took a couple more pictures. As the girls walked away, I stood there with Megan. 
And in my mind, I prayed to her. I asked her to watch and protect over all of us. I asked her to give me a feeling, or how do I know someone is helping? Give me a sign, baby. Give me something. Leaving the cemetery, I drove home, hoping and praying someone will call. Someone will come to me. I will send an email to our governor tomorrow and the news stations in other states. I'm still thinking, how many should I send right off? I know when I am sending, I will get that sign. Give me the signs I need. Show me what I need to do, what not to do. Guide me. Protect us from the evil. Thank you. A new week, new beginnings. January 31st, 2022. While I'm not sure what is going on with me this morning, it's one of those mornings where I could take on the world by myself and then the next minute I'm crying because no one helps me. I prayed to Megan. I said, I'm not going to apologize for this or anymore I'm not gonna apologize because you only say sorry when you are in the wrong and I'm not wrong. I cried to her and I prayed and I cried to my mom and I prayed to God. I asked, what am I to do? Do I send the emails out today? I asked for the know-how and the strength. When I got up and started my day, I finished the laundry for the week and I went through some more stuff I'd been taking out of closets and getting rid of them. I finished the container of wrapping paper and I'm staying busy. I'm not sure why I didn't sit down to do the emails, but for some reason I didn't. If I'm supposed to be doing anything, please, dear God, bless me to know what to do, how to do it, and to get it done. Thank you, thank you, thank you. February 1st, 2022. I spent the early afternoon hours preparing and getting things ready for the snowstorm we are expecting to get the next three days. I'm taking more stuff out of closets and out from under the beds to get some more spring cleaning done while stuck inside. This evening, a friend came by and took us to dinner. And when we were done eating, Madison drove home so she could drive through the cemetery. 6.08 p.m., Madison pulled into the cemetery. She drove back to Wyatt. The city did remove all flowers. It looks bare. We sat with Wyatt for a little while while I told him we love him. Madison drove around to see Megan. I took pictures of Megan's area. The second picture, I saw a red box drawn out in the grass, as if they were getting ready to bury someone in Megan's area again. In fact, right in front, east of the new plot they buried someone in not too long ago. It struck me the wrong way. I got a bit emotional, and because those people are not where the headstones are. It's so disturbing. When we arrived home after Madison finished out the evening with going to different car lots to look for a car, that really kept my mind off of things. I sat and relaxed and started to watch it rain. Then it turned into freezing rain. It's so cold. I got ready for bed and prayed for help and a better day tomorrow. February 2nd, 2022, 2 2022. Wow, what a weird morning. My brother John called. As we talked, my brother told me, Mom has been with me this morning. I said, she has been? He said, yeah, she told me to tell you 
the spiritual world isn't anything to mess with. If they want you to know something, you will know it. I said, well, I know that to be true. All through this cemetery case, that's what's been helping me to know what to do and how to do it. I said, when this first started, I didn't even know where to start or how to start. And I had the dream of Megan telling me what to do, and I did it. So I know this is true. Did she say if anyone is helping me? He said, you need to just hold on. I said, what do you mean? He said, mom said, if you are to be doing something, they will guide you to do it. I started to cry. And of course, you know, I just have to think of how much this could be true. Madison came in from work not long after, and I was so happy she made it home before the snowstorm started. We stayed in and took more stuff out of the closets to get them clean. When it was time for bed, you can bet we were both ready. Thank you, dear God, for this day and the lesson my mom taught me. February 3rd, 2022. Well, when I woke up, I didn't know how to take the morning. My emotions are running on high. I stayed busy to not think too much about it all. We were organizing and getting rid of some more stuff we just don't need. Madison needed to get out of the house and her little sister Zoe wanted to come over and I guess be stranded with us. So Madison and her friend Abby went to pick Zoe up. While they were gone, I just couldn't fight the feelings I was having. I started to cry. I broke down crying and praying. I asked for a sign, a sign that someone will help. Someone is helping. I asked that over and over. I asked, please give me a sign. How do I know? How do I know for sure? I sat up on the bed because when I broke down, I had to lay down. I walked into the living room and sat down. Now it seems I'm feeling fine. I thought, wow, what just happened? And I felt peaceful. These moments are hard. I know I have to keep the faith in God to help me get through this. And most of the time I do. And other times when I'm by myself, I break down. Thank you, Mom. Thank you, dear God. Thank you, my angels. Madison and Zoe got home, and we got a lot more cleaning done and sorting out stuff. Thank you, girls, for your help. February 4th, 2022. The morning went well. I got more of the cleaning and organizing done. When Madison got off work, she wanted to go for a ride to get something to eat. We did. It was good to get out of the house. I needed to. When we were done eating, we got back home and off the slippery roads in some areas, but it is melting. I was able to relax now, and I'm going to. Thank you, God, for this day. And you know, yes, I know I'm doing the right thing for Megan and all of God's angels. February 5th, 2022. Busy day today, and I was happy to not have to think too much about it all. I spent the day with Madison looking for her car. She sold hers last night, wants to buy one on her own and build her credit. I'm so amazed by her and what drives her to do what she does. I'm so proud of her. When we got home, of course, Madison wanted to ride in her new car. So we decided to go out to beep, beep, to the casino there. We stayed about two hours. We didn't win, but we didn't lose either. When we got back home, I was ready for bed. 
February 6, 2022. When I woke up, I had a feeling of not knowing what to do. I pray for guidance and a sign as what to do. I get nothing bad, not like I used to. Sunday is a morning of mixed feelings. I tried to stay busy and get more organizing done and cleaning. When Madison was ready, we went to the cemetery. 12.12 p.m. Madison pulled up to Wyatt. We sat with him for a while and I prayed to him. 12.26 p.m. Madison pulled up to Megan and I prayed to her. The stake is still in the ground and an area snow covered on the ground also. I feel so bad for whoever loved one that is because if they are burying them next to loved ones, they are not in the right spot. God help us, be with us. When we were done, we took a ride, then we went back home. We finished up the rooms and loaded the car to be unloaded in the morning at a thrift store or a Goodwill. February 7, 2022, such an odd morning. I heard Madison go out the door to work and I fell back asleep. And about 8 a.m. I woke up. The day feels long. For some reason, I can't wait to go to bed. Have a good night. February 8, 2022, the morning came. I tried to relax, emotions are high, too much crying. It's been a long day and I'm going to bed. Have a good night. February 9, 2022, Madison is off work today and I'm staying busy until she is up. When she wakes up, she sent beep, beep, another email. He didn't respond to the last message that was sent three weeks ago, so Madison sent it again at 11.28 a.m. 11.32 a.m., Patty called. We only talked for about 20 minutes, but she sounded good. She said she had so much to tell me, but right now just isn't the time. I said, all right. She said, you can't tell anyone, which I know you won't. I said, nope, no one needs to worry about that. It's not my business to tell. I'm not telling it. She said, I know that about you and thank you. I said, yeah. I told her too. I have been thinking about a friend that had passed. He has been the second person that has left earth that came to me and told me to come with them. Patty said, that's because they see you in pain, Em, and they want you at peace. I went into a deep thought. I said, I told him I can't go nowhere right now. I have to help these baby and these people. Patty paused and said, you will get it. I said, oh, I know I will. I'm not giving up. Patty started telling me about her day, and she had got a call, so we let each other go. And I was happy to hear from her because at times I do worry about her. 1.50 p.m. I pulled into the cemetery. They had dug the hole in Babyland to bury someone, and I'm sorry I don't trust them. I pulled up to Wyatt, we sat with him for a few minutes, and I talked and I prayed to him. I pulled around to see Megan. They buried someone. I just pray they buried them, not with family, so at least maybe, just maybe, that person would be buried where they should be. We sat with Megan and of course I took pictures and I have to wonder. While talking and praying to Megan, I asked for a sign, a sign to let me know everything will be all right. I asked Wyatt for a sign. Heck, 
I asked all the angels for a sign. I do, I have to, because I don't know. After sitting with Megan for a few minutes, I told her we loved her and I pulled away for, from the cemetery. And I had relaxed the rest of the evening. February 10th, 2022. Thank you, dear God. February 11th, 2022. I heard the door when Madison went out to go to work. I was awake. I laid here and thought about what the day means. My father passed away on this day. Rest in peace, Daddy. I love you. 10.22 a.m., my brother John called. We talked for a while. I asked him, what are you doing today? He said, I'm talking to God. I said, you are? I said, please, Brother John, ask him to watch over us. John said, you will hear something soon. I said, I know, I always hear that or think that, but nothing seems to happen. He said, you will hear something. I said, God, I hope you're right. I hope something happens soon. He said, it will. Gosh, I hope so. We talked a little longer and I hung up from him. Later this evening, we got ready and took Zoe home, got back home and was able to go to bed, kind of early. It was such a stressful and emotional day. February 12, 2022, this morning, Madison and I left. We were in and out all day until about 7.30 p.m. It should, sure did help too, not having to think too much. I thank God for this day and every day. February 13, 2022, Madison and I have a gender reveal party to go to this afternoon. We had some running to do before we went, so we got ready and left. Before we went to the party at 1 p.m., Madison had stopped to get some food because she wasn't sure what kind of food the party would have. We ate and headed to the party. 1.26 p.m., we arrived. We had a good time. And it was a lot of fun. After the party, we went to the house and changed cars. I drove to the cemetery. Madison was tired, so I drove. 3.33 p.m., I pulled into the cemetery, and I looked over to Megan's area, as I always do. Everything looks all right from a distance. We put a red rose balloon and a red rose flower on Wyatt's headstone. I laid a Tootsie Roll next to his base on his headstone. I stood there and we talked to him. I gave his little lamb headstone a kiss for Madison and I. I told him to give Megan a hug and a kiss for us. I asked him to send someone to help Sissy and me. I pray someone hears my prayer. I pulled around to see Megan. Madison stuck her red rose and her red rose balloon in the ground where we laid her to rest. I laid her Tootsie Roll down by her flower and balloon. I took pictures of hers from different areas. I do every time we are out here. I pray to Megan for someone to help all of them. I pray someone is listening. Madison took a couple pictures of Wyatt's headstone when we visited him, and I took some too. When we were done at Megan's area, Madison took the balloons out of the car, and we set off a balloon for Wyatt, Megan, and her friend. Leaving the area, I looked at the clock and I saw 4.04 p.m., Megan's birthday. I take it as a sign. When we got home, we were happy to be here. 5.12 p.m., Patty called. We talked for a little over an hour. 
and the conversation was good. Just catching up on everything. I said I sent beep that message again on Thursday. I still haven't heard anything from him. I just hope he's not in trouble for reaching out to his sister station here. Patty said, maybe he's sick. I said, I hope not. I hope he's all right. Patty had to hang up. Her son and grandson were coming in. I did a little more cleaning and organizing things, and when Madison got back home, we went to bed. February 14, 2022. Happy Valentine. I cleaned up. I had to go to the store to get a storage bin to pack some stuff in, and I did. When I got back, I had a message from Patty. 12.30 p.m., Patty wrote, Happy Valentine's Day, lifelong blood sister girlfriend. Do you want me to call? Beep. If so, forward the phone number. So much going on. I wish you were here, my buddy. 12.31 p.m., I wrote back, Almost home. I will forward you the number when I get there. Yes, just make sure he's all right. His job isn't in any jeopardy. Yes, if you will send, I would appreciate it. I wish this was over. 12.50 p.m., I sent Patty the information of beep, beep, front desk phone number, newsroom phone number. Thank you, and I love you too, lifelong blood sister girlfriend. 2.05 p.m., Patty wrote, Okay, I left a message. I told him you were my best friend in life, that he helped me, and I truly feel he could help Emily. I also said that we both understand the criteria, yet the sister station did nothing at all, and I kind of begged him for more advice and help to point us in any direction. Pray with fingers crossed, down on your knees, prayers that he calls. I have already tried earlier when I mentioned this time I sort of pleaded with him. I love you. We will figure this out, Em. I did not abandon you. Just, well, you know why. 2.07 p.m. I wrote, I know. No, thank you for that. I will pray. I will talk with God for be to help. Thank you so much. Patty wrote, yes, Em. And I haven't heard anything yet, not even from beeps reply to his message i pray my heart breaks because no one wants to help why february 15 2022 i'm feeling anxious as what needs to be done i keep praying i keep asking for signs as i've done throughout all of this and i'm getting nothing no feelings no signs no intuition feelings nothing what do I do? I did comment yesterday to Madison that I wonder why they haven't leveled out the dirt pile in Megan's area where they buried someone. Usually they level it out the same day or the next day as we have seen. Madison said, yeah, I thought the same thing. In the back of my mind, though, I can't help but wonder, is someone investigating for me? I do wonder. February 16, 2022. Happy birthday, Ryan. I wonder what you would be like. I know your sister likes to keep your memory alive. There's not a day that don't go by we don't talk about you and Megan. We love you, babies. Gosh, I wish this would be the day. Let this be the day. Thank you, dear God. This afternoon, as I'm finishing the organizing of things, 
I walked into the dining room and saw 111 on the clock. Right away, I thanked God. I thanked my angels. When Madison got off work and arrived home, she took me to eat. We ate at one of our favorite restaurants. Good food. After we ate, my grandson, Jeff Jr., needed a ride to get his son his glasses. Excuse me. When we were done, Madison and I went to the cemetery. 5.22 p.m., I pulled into the cemetery, and I started singing the happy birthday song to my grandson, Madison's baby brother. He would have been 15 today. We sat with him for a little while, and I talked and I prayed to him. I keep asking the same prayer, and I keep asking the same question. Please, someone hear me. 5.31 p.m., I pulled over to visit with Megan, and I started taking pictures as I pulled up. They did plow down the dirt pile from them burying someone. I talked and prayed to Megan. I prayed and asked her the same question. I just need some kind of acknowledgement. After we were done, I pulled around to the street between Megan and Wyatt so we could let off the balloons for Wyatt's birthday, and one for Megan and one for Madison's friend. When we were done, I was so happy to be home. It tears me apart. It raises my anxiety and I feel bad. I have this heavy heart, a heavy heart that no one wants to help. And I have to ask again, why? I know the truth. I have the proof. Why is that not enough? Someone help. 8.24 p.m. This evening, I talked with Carla for a little while. She asked, have you heard anything from beep? I said, I sent him a message in mid-January. I did not hear anything back from him, and I have to wonder why. Carla said, I hope he's all right. He's not in any sort of trouble. I said, oh, I know. It could be one of three things. He's been sick, he was on vacation, or he got in trouble for reaching out to the sister station here. Carla agreed. I said, but Patty messaged me Monday and asked if I wanted her to call beep. Carla said, oh, really? I said, yeah, I was driving, and I told her I would send the information to her when I got home. When I got home, I sent the information. She messaged me a little later and said she called him first and told him who she was and her number. Then she called him the second time and said, hi, beep. This is, and gave her name. Then she told him, I am calling for Emily, and she needs someone to hear her story. We understand the consequences of you not being able to go out of the jurisdiction, but the sister station hasn't reached out either. I told Carla, Patty then said to pray he calls her back, and I had them. Carla and I talked about other things, and it was getting late, so we hung up. Bless us to get through the night to hear from someone soon. Thank you. February 17, 2022. I'm trying to stay steady. I'm trying hard to stay positive. Bless me to be strong. February 18, 2022. It's one of those days. Blah. My heart is heavy. I hate not knowing anything to do. I ask. I get no premonition, no feeling, no nothing. I keep praying someone is working on it, and I just don't know of it. Is that even possible? Is it logical? Gosh, at times it's hard to comprehend. No one cares enough to help. 
What is wrong? What is that city? What are they telling the people about? I know for a fact that they are not being truthful. And from what I've heard, they're making me out to be the crazy one. But to me, the crazy one is the one that don't want to fix it. That's crazy. I didn't hear anything from beep again this week, and I probably won't. I didn't hear from Patty either, so who knows? I know this weekend, though, I will work on a letter to each news station and to the beep, beep show. I need to keep reaching out, and I'm going to. I have to keep moving forward, and this time, as in the beginning, I will do it myself, or as much as I can. Thanks to everyone that has offered. Thanks a lot. I love you, Megan and Wyatt. Together we will get this. We have to. I have to get this done for God and for the babies that don't have their headstones. For God's angels, show me what to do. 2.58 p.m. I'm writing the email addresses on another sheet of paper so we can read them without it making any mistakes when we send them. Again, wish me luck. Now, if only someone will listen. February 19, 2022. Wow, what a day. All I can say is you can feel so much. My stress level, my anger level, my disappointment level, I am all over the place. And yet again, due to other people. As the day went on, it did get a little, little better, but the heavy heart, I seemed to carry it everywhere. God be with me. February 20th, 2022. I had a thought come to myself last night after the morning I had yesterday. I thought, I will keep working on this and I will finish it for Megan, for God, and for all the angels. I will get this done. This morning when I woke up, it seemed early. It was 6.32 a.m. I fell back asleep, but when I woke up, I talked with God, I talked with my angels, and I had a premonition. I heard a little voice say, send them emails. I curled up in the bed as a tear ran down my cheek, across my nose, and onto the pillow. I said, I will. I will get them sent, crying and praying some more. I got up and had my breakfast, and I'm trying hard to stay positive in my thinking and have faith God is here for me. 1.16 p.m., Madison pulled into the cemetery. We pulled up to Wyatt's area to get out of the car, to get back into the car, to go meet a friend at our house. Madison told Wyatt, we will be back. On my way home, I received a message from Carla. It said, want you to know I love you and appreciate you. I got tears in my eyes and I thought, I love when I get these kinds of messages. I waited a few minutes to respond and I wrote, oh baby, I love and appreciate you too and thank you. Are you doing all right? Carla wrote, you're welcome. Thank you too and I'm doing great. I wrote, good, that means so much. 1.28 p.m. Carla called we only talked for a couple seconds. I was busy, so I told her I would call her back when I got home. She said, all right, we hung up. 1.36 p.m., we arrived home. We will go back to the cemetery when, beep, leaves. 
Madison, Zoe, and B took the car in to get an oil change. And while they were gone, 2.05 p.m., I called Carla back. We talked about why she was calling, and we talked of the cemetery and about the premonition feeling and the voice I heard this morning telling me to send the emails. And Carla knows I haven't had a gut feeling, a premonition, anything in a long time. So I know I have to follow what I heard to say. Carla said, yes, you have to. You can't give up. There is that right person out there. You may send it to that right one. I said, yes, it could be. And if it's not yet, that right person, that right one may come along. Carla agreed. She said, you have to exhaust all avenues. I agreed. I asked her, will you still help? She said, yes. I said, and if this exhausts and nothing is done, I will start from the beginning. Carla said, yes. We talked for about an hour and I had to go, so we hung up. When Madison and them got back from the oil change, beep, left. Thank you, beep, for going with the girls, Madison and Zoe. 4.19 p.m., we left to go to the cemetery. We pulled into the cemetery at 4.36 p.m. I drove past Megan's area from the other side of the cemetery, and I could see that Megan's rose balloon and rose, red rose were still stuck in the ground. When I pulled up to Wyatt, we got out of the car to put his springtime flowers in his vase. Madison stuck his blue tulip wind spinner in the ground. We took his red rose balloon and red rose, and Madison was afraid they would blow away. 4.39 p.m., Zoe had to take a picture of Wyatt's headstone because I left my car, phone in the car. Excuse me. We stood there with Wyatt for a little while, and we prayed to him. We left and went around to see Megan. 4.43 p.m., I pulled up to Megan. As Zoe and Madison were getting flowers in order, Zoe handed me the bag with the extra flowers in it put out for the other baby's headstones. Madison and Zoe put the flowers in the ground for Megan, yes, behind the tree, and I took the extra flowers and stuck them on the other baby's headstones, and now it looks really pretty. We stood there and talked, and I prayed to Megan, and when we were done, we went to the car, and I took pictures of the whole area. I got in the car and looked over at her, as I always do, and told my angels I loved them. I pulled away to drive out of the cemetery. When we arrived home, Madison and Zoe went to wash the car, and I stayed home to finish the cleaning and doing some laundry. As the evening was ending, I got ready for bed, and I was anxious for tomorrow. I want to get started sending the emails out. Have a good night, and I pray tomorrow will be the day. February 21st, 2022. Okay, waking up this morning, I was stumped as how to start the letter. My plan is to use the same letter for all of the news stations, and I would like to write one too. Be 11.18 a.m., I sent Patty a message, and I wrote, I hope all is good for you. I'm trying to come up with a start to a letter to the news station to tell the story. Any suggestions? I haven't had any premonitions or feelings of what to do next until now. Well, yesterday. I hadn't felt or heard any for a long time. I got a gut premonition feeling, and it said to go ahead and send the emails. The only emails are the ones to the news stations. 
So I'm trying to figure out how and what to start with. Help. Thank you. I haven't heard from you, so I take it you haven't heard from beep either. 12.53 p.m. No, M. Nothing. Not anything from beep. Sadly, when journalists are not needed, they are sorted, discarded, laid off, or furloughed. This seems, or could be the case. You can bet I'm not stopping there. Call you soon. I am very, very behind on calls, M. I definitely could use some prayers. I'm a drained girl. I will call you when I can. 1.51 p.m. I replied. Prayers are sent, definitely. Yes, call when you can. And I like that. You can bet I'm not stopping there. Thank you for that. I'm going to stay optimistic. and I'm going to wait for the instinct feeling to sit down to write this letter or letters. I'm going to pay attention to my feelings. God be with me. 3.02 p.m. I sat down with pen and paper and I needed to get a start on the letter written to the news station. I started writing. 3.31 p.m. I finished. I wrote the important dates, the important events, in hopes to get to tell more of the story. And in my mind, I will keep on until someone listens. Later after dinner, and we had free time, and after I took Zoe home, I will rewrite or may type so then I could fill in the important information when it's needed. Patty is supposed to get back to me, but I can't wait for her. I will move on and do the best I can. I pray, let my emails, let my letters, let my word get to the right person. February 22nd, 2022. Preparing for a storm to move in on us tonight and through until Thursday. 1.11 p.m., I rewrote the four-page letter or email I wrote. 1.54 p.m., I finished. I felt good about it, but still, I believe four pages is way too long. When I finished, we went to the store. We got gas. I went by the bank, and as I walked into the ATM area, I looked down, and as I walked through the door, I saw a gray feather. When I was done at the ATM machine, I turned and picked the feather up, and I wrapped it in the receipt paper until I got home. When I did get home, I wrote on the outside of the receipt the date and what it was. I looked up what a gray feather meant, and it said freedom. I pray for the cemetery to be done, to find peace and carry on with my life. To have it fixed, that would be freedom. Just my thought. 3.23 p.m., I checked the mail. I was like, wow, a letter I wrote to the senators and governors back in 2020 returned back to me. I was a little shaken by it because it has been a year and five months later being returned. It was slit opened at the bottom of the envelope. It was dark looking. It had a stamp on the front and a stamp on the back. It said, return to sender. Talk about freaking me out. My thought went, why did it take so long to return to me? I took a picture of it front and back and I sent it to Jen. Jen's response was, wow. The rest of the evening, I just didn't know what to think. I know how I felt, though. I wondered what took them so long. Mixed emotions. Wondered how much of an investigation they did. And not on the letter, 
I wouldn't think. Still not bad for all the letters I wrote and sent out. I haven't had too many come back. And thank you for that. As I think about it too, for the date to receive it back. Two, 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 two. Two, two, two means not to give up. And I'm not. Before I fell asleep tonight, I told God thank you. And I do know I am here by the grace of God. February 23rd, 2022, we were stuck inside because of the storm that moved in. Madison made it to work, but she had made it in before the roads got bad. She had to take her time coming home, but she did make it safely. We stayed in the next two days. We all needed to take our time and be careful and please stay safe. February 24th, 2022, I feel so empty this morning. I can't seem to get anything done because of the storms. Our internet service has gone out. So I haven't been able to type, but I will write it on paper until I can. 10.29 a.m., my brother John called. We talked for about 20 minutes, but while we talked, he told me, don't quit on this. Someone will come to you. He says that to me, and it helps. And twice now that he has said that, someone has contacted me. I just need that one right person to stay with me, though, through it. We talked a little longer and then hung up. 2.27 p.m., Carla called. I missed her call, so I sent her a message to tell her I will call her as soon as I was done. She said, all right. When I was done, I did call her back. 5.22 p.m., I called Carla. We talked for over two hours. We talked about everything. We talked about the cemetery and what I needed to do, but I couldn't because of the internet service being out. She said, it's frustrating, huh? I said, yes, and I had tears in my eyes. Carla said, but you know, you, you haven't given up. You gotta keep going. I said, I have to, I know that. I can't let them get away with this. If I do and it happens again, how would I live with myself? How would I be able to move on? Carla said, you could, but it would take time. And you're right. They do need to own up to it. I said, yes, they do. Carla got quiet. I started talking and I was really rattling on. I was talking and Carla just listened. We talked on the phone for about 40, 45 minutes of me talking and her listening. As I talked and it was quiet, I thought the phone went dead and I was, wasn't talking to anyone. I said, hello? No one replied. I hung up. 7.42 p.m., Carla called back. We talked for another 45 minutes and then said our goodnights. When I spoke to Carla this evening, though, I did tell her, I am not giving up on this. I have to be all those people's voice. I have to get with the news stations and see what they will do. And if I come to a dead end here, I will start over. Start from the beginning and present it another way. Carla agreed. She said, I will be there if you need your if you need my help. So hopefully soon we can get this done. Thank you, Carla, for listening. February 25th, 2022. Finally, I was able to get out of the house. Not cabin fever, but another day or two, it would have been. Not funny. Madison and I had to go to beep, beep, to check on the horse, Dixie. 
She seems to be fine and handling the cold just fine too. Animals amaze me. We also took our friend, Beep, to drop his truck off to get work done on it. He took us to lunch. It was nice to be out to hang out with him and Madison. When we got back home, I went to get my nails done. Madison cleaned her car. Well, what she could with the ice and water still on the ground. She did clean it up, though, and it seemed to have been a pretty good day. I wasn't able to get any emails sent this week. Well, because of the internet service, I took it as maybe I'm not supposed to send any just yet. I don't know. I know at times I don't know what to think. When the day is ending, I relax. I listened to music and cried here and there. But by the end of the day, I was ready for a new day with the sun shining and a chance for someone to come to me to want to help. February 26, 2022. First thing this morning, we had to go to beep, beep, again to take beep to pick up this truck. And we did. We don't mind doing anything for beep. On our way home, we decided to go to the cemetery. And we did. 11.50 a.m., I pulled into the cemetery. And it was still icy, but I made it through. Wyatt's flowers and windmill were all right. We sat with him for a little while. I drove around to see Megan. Megan's flower and windmill were there, even through all the ice. Thank you, dear God. I took pictures of her area. I had to let a car pass to be able to take more pictures. When it passed, the girls, Zoe and Madison, noticed the fence being rolled up in different areas, like they were taking it down. Looked to me like they were maybe expanding the cemetery out instead of back. I don't know, but I'm not stopping, letting anyone and everyone know what they have done. Sorry, but you disrespected my granddaughter. You disrespected a lot of them. When I was done taking a few more pictures, we sat with her and I prayed to her and I talked with her. I asked her, my angel, send someone to help. It always seems lately when I ask, I get a feeling of someone is, but if someone is, why don't I know about it? After we left the cemetery, I drove home. Madison had a nail appointment, so she dropped me off and her and Zoe went to get the nails done. While they were gone, 3.20 p.m., my brother John called. Wow, we were on the phone for over two hours. We talked about everything. He even encouraged me to hang on for the cemetery. I always tell him, I hope so, and I hope it's sooner than later. I said, but don't worry, I'm not going nowhere. He said, it will be, and someone will be there to listen. I told him, I said earlier, I'm believing that I'm here by the grace of God. I said, I was going to send emails this week and the storm came through and our internet service is out and I wasn't able to send them. John said, really? He said, hey. I said, hold on, let me tell you this. I said, and I don't know if you, if I told you this, but I received a letter back from a senator that I wrote to them back in August of 2020. John said, what? No way. I said, yeah, I received it on Tuesday. February 22nd, 2022, after all this time. I told him about what the envelope looked like. He said, no way. You will hear from someone. 
I said, well, I hope so. And I know I keep saying that, but I really do need someone to be my friend and me be their friend. Someone to listen to my story and look at the pictures. Someone to look at the proof. He said, someone will. I also told Carla the same thing last night about someone being my friend and me being their friend to listen. God, I pray someone does. John and I talked about it, then other things, and then we hung up when his wife, Gail, got home. Thank you, John, for listening. January, or excuse me, February 27, 2022. My eyes opened and the first thing I thought of was the fence being removed from the west side of the cemetery near Megan. My stomach feels sick. My heart is heavy. And I lay here and I lay here and think, what are they doing? Are they expanding? Are they getting ready to survey and put the headstones back where they go? My gut is telling me I have to do something. My first thought is, I will email the governor and send him a few pictures, reminding him of me contacting him once before. Then my next thought was, how do they live with themselves? Every one of them, not just one, two, or three, but every one of them. My thoughts were all over the place. My mind went wildly overthinking, and I had to stop myself. Now that's what you call self-control. 11.03 a.m., I cleaned up and I started crying. I had to lay down to pray. My body hurt, my head hurt, and spun at the same time. I laid my face in the pillow and I cried. And I talked with God. And I talked with Megan and asked her to forgive me. And I don't even know why I'm asking for forgiveness. Because then my feelings were, I'm apologizing to my granddaughter. And it's not even me that should be. I have to find another approach. God bless me to find that approach. This will keep me busy in thinking good thoughts. 3 o'clock p.m., meeting with a photographer to do Madison's cap and gown senior pictures. So exciting. I love my baby, and I'm so very proud of her and everything she has achieved. She's an awesome daughter, granddaughter. I love you, Madison. Let's have fun. Thank you, dear God. Megan and Wyatt are watching over her. And right now, I sit staring at Madison's pre-K school picture. I can't say it enough. I'm so proud of her. 4.44 p.m. So angels are surrounding us, letting us know they are nearby. Thank you, my angels. Thank you for listening. A friendly reminder, Emily's podcast, Tribute to All Little Angels, are also found on Spotify, Amazon Music, Samsung Podcast, Podcast Index Audible, Listen Notes, RSS.com Community, iHeartRadio, Google Podcast. Like I said, thank you for listening and stay kind with your words.